0: Hey everyone, and thank you for joining me for the Made Motherly podcast, where you can find support and encouragement in all early stages of motherhood, from the first to the fourth trimester and beyond, into those early years of motherhood with a toddler from a faith-based perspective. My name is Brooklyn, and I am your podcast host. Welcome back to the Made Motherly Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. Today is a unique episode. We've never done one like this before, but how many of you know that when it comes to pregnancy and motherhood and all the things, we all have different experiences and journeys in different situations and circumstances that apply to us personally. So today I'm here with Lydia. She is going to be sharing you know, her personal experience and what makes her pregnancy journey maybe a little bit different than most of ours, but also to help, you know, bring some information and I guess some light to the subject for other women who maybe are pregnant and facing the same, you know, situation or circumstance as she is, or you're considering adding a child to your family and you're just unsure of all the things, so. Lydia, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so pumped to talk talk to you today. I'm stuttering a little bit. (laughs) But so go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and your family.
1: Uh, My name is Lydia, obviously. Um, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes whenever I was 13, I believe. So we're going on nine years. Um, Me and my husband have been together for almost four, and then we're coming up on our one-year wedding anniversary, Um, and we decided, you know, a little into our, like, marriage when we wanted to start a family, and that just so happened to be at, like, around eight months being married.
0: Okay, awesome. So if you don't mind me asking, you know, you had this baby planned, or did this baby catch you by surprise?
1: So we definitely planned the pregnancy. It took, it took quite a few months for us and I had a few like doctor appointments in between. Um, So there was definitely like a waiting period, you know, where we were waiting, you know, when is our baby going to come and our baby finally came in November and now we're so excited to be welcoming our baby in July.
0: Oh my goodness. That is so exciting. That's so awesome. So you're currently pregnant with your first child and, Um, you know, you share what that process kind of looked like for you. Um, Were there any fears or concerns leading up to, you know, becoming pregnant with having diabetes?
1: I wouldn't say that there were um, any fears. There definitely are concerns because pregnancy with diabetes definitely looks a lot different because your insulin needs, once you become pregnant, go up by 30 to 40%. So, um, going into it, like I needed approval from my endocrinologist to make sure my numbers were good and we got that approval. Um, so then that's whenever we were like, okay, well let's start trying. Um, but that's definitely concerns because you know, you want to be able to make sure you're doing the right things while you're trying to conceive. Um, and then have to adjust once you conceive. So, Mm -hmm.
0: okay. Awesome. So, what did everyday life look like for you before pregnancy with diabetes and what does it look like now like does it look you know now that you are pregnant does it look very similar in ways or does it look completely different than life before pregnancy what what does that look like for you
1: I would say it's definitely a lot different for me because everybody's different but for me personally like before i was pregnant like i wouldn't mind drinking like a sweet tea even though that affects my sugar it makes it go like really high um, i wouldn't mind eating like a piece of cake or a cupcake or something like that um, but whenever i became pregnant i decided to kind of you know don't drink any sweet tea don't drink or eat a bunch of sweets um just the so that i can be able to have more control of my sugar to take care of me and the baby at the same time. Um so I would say it definitely looks a little different than it did before pregnancy. Um, because before I, I just went about my day. Like I didn't mm-hmm. really think what I was eating, what I was doing. Um I didn't drink water all that much. <laughs> but pregnant <laughs> water is like the only thing I drink now because it helps control my sugars. Mm-hmm. Definitely have to think a lot more about what I am eating because Every little thing is gonna affect my sugar. I could drink water, and my sugar would still go up. You just have to figure wow. out. Depends on the day. Hormones are crazy when you're pregnant, and insulin is a type of hormone. So, like that has everything to do with it. So it's like a lot of changes, but
0: mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> okay, that is that's so interesting to me that you're even saying. Literally, just depending on the day, even something like water can affect, you know, (laughs) your insulin. That's absolutely crazy to me. So do you have to go to any like extra appointments like that? Maybe someone without diabetes wouldn't have to go to what does that look like for you?
1: So, I have about right now, I have about three or four appointments a month. So I'm in between three different doctors. So I see my endocrinologist, which is for my diabetes. I see a regular OB and then I see um, a high risk doctor as well. So my high risk doctor does all of my ultrasounds. So I'm getting an ultrasound at least once a month. Mm -hmm. My OB just, you know, make sure we can hear the baby's heartbeat, any other concerns I might have. Mm -hmm. Um, My endocrinologist is to make sure my numbers still look good. We're doing Mm -hmm. everything right. um, And that will only... As I get closer to having the baby, I'll have more and more appointments.
0: Okay. Well, that is a lot. (laughs) Like three to four, even like three appointments a month. That is like, that is so crazy. I feel like people that have like one a month are complaining and you're like, be quiet. (laughs) You have nothing to complain about. (laughs) So, okay, let's see here. Where are we at next? So what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you from like conception to now, Um, would you say the biggest challenge has been maybe like meant just like I say mental challenges, but challenges like, you know, with, you know, keeping your mind in like a good place, Mm -hmm. like I'm fine, baby's fine, like we're good. Or would you say that, you know, just the challenge of pregnancy while having diabetes is your biggest challenge?
1: I would say it's definitely pregnancy. A lot of people are like, Oh, my goodness, I love pregnancy so much. And I don't get me wrong. I love pregnancy. It's a beautiful thing. I love that I get to watch my baby grow. But it has been very difficult for me. Like it's been mentally exhausting. um, And it definitely takes a toll being diabetic and pregnant at the same time, because you're Mm -hmm. dealing with your pregnancy symptoms, and then your diabetes symptoms, you have to figure out, okay, well, what's causing this? Is it just Normal pregnancy is something mm-hmm. numbers. Um, so for me, it's definitely been a bit more of a challenge and a little more difficult,
0: okay. Well, listen, I know I do not have diabetes, and I cannot speak to that side of things, but the hormones when you're pregnant are so just <laughs> like you're like, am I okay? Am I normal? I don't even know who i I don't even like me like today. <laughs> Tomorrow I might love myself today. I don't like myself for <laughs> so, like the pregnancy hormones. They're just so crazy. And if you've never been pregnant, you, you cannot know this, but I'm sure with all of your appointments, if all of your doctors are saying you're good, you're good. Baby's good. Be encouraged that you feeling insane is completely normal. <laughs> so how was expecting a child and preparing um, for motherhood, how has that impacted, would you say, your walk with the Lord? Because like we're talking about hormones and stuff over here. And I feel like (laughs) in pregnancy and motherhood every day, you're like, I need you. I need you, Lord, because without you, I just, I can't even make it. So how would you say that, you know, um, being pregnant and preparing to, you know, hold that baby in your arms has changed your walk with the Lord?
1: Um, I would say that it has definitely um, been a, a changer, like a game changer in my faith. I feel that my faith has become a lot stronger. I feel a lot closer to the Lord because, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, like the pregnancy didn't come extremely easy for us. And so even in, like, that waiting period, my husband and I, we both had to, like, cling to our faith. We prayed every single day. Um, and it was just one of those things that, like, we knew whenever we eventually, like, got our baby that, you know, that was God. I um, mean, it's definitely a gift. Um, and I remember, like, this one time, like, it was one of my two-week waiting periods. Um, and this was actually... We didn't know it at the time, but it was my last like two week waiting period for this baby. And I remember I was praying one night, and I was like, "Lord, I just, I just want this," you know. Um, and I was quickly reminded of—I don't want to cry. Oh my goodness! I was reminded of Abraham when he had to trust that God would provide a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. He was going up to sacrifice, sacrifice Isaac, and it was like in that moment I just felt this peace, and I was like, okay. You know, this isn't, this isn't my thing to handle. Like this is in God's hands and I just need to trust him. And at that time I had no idea that like four days later we would be getting that positive pregnancy test. So even Aww. like from that point on, like we thank God every day, you know, mm-hmm. we go worship him um, and we are just so, so very thankful. And we know that this is a gift. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say definitely brought me and my husband both a lot closer to the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That waiting, that the whole like trying and waiting process is, I would go as far as to say just as much of an emotional roller coaster is actually, you know, being pregnant and having all these, you know, pregnancy (laughs) hormones, because you're like, I want this and I want this now. (laughs) And, you know, that's just, you know, the human in us all. We're like, I want this and I want this now. And why is it not happening? And I think if we're all honest, we go through this, this phase where we're like, okay, God, are you real? Do you actually care about the desires of my heart? Like, is this going to happen for me? And then it comes with, you know, with all of the worries and, you know, maybe this won't happen for me and, and all of that stuff. And I think it just, like you said, like when you finally, you're like, okay, you know what? Like all I can do is my part and it's really in your hands. And so I'm just going to trust you. You know, you, I think that when the Lord gives a man and a woman, a desire that deeply in their heart for a child, you know, they don't have that desire for no reason, you know, so it's really hard waiting on his perfect (laughs) timing, but it's always, you know, I feel like every time the Lord's timing actually happens, you're like, okay, yeah, that's way better than if it would have happened in my own timing. (laughs) But no, that's amazing. So what would you say would be your best piece of advice for either an expecting mom or a woman who may have the same or similar um, medical circumstances as you that, you know, maybe wants to add a child to her family, but she's feeling kind of nervous about it?
1: I would say it's definitely extremely important to have a really good support system around you. You know, you have your, your spouse, they're always really supportive and that's great to have, but it's good to have like family members or even really close friends, people that are there to help you in this journey as well. You know, ones that will help pray for mm-hmm. you during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely really, really important. Um, another thing is don't be afraid to advocate for yourself because I have found, I've had some doctors, midwives, they try to use a scare tactic because we are naturally a high risk pregnancy. So they try to use scare tactics. They try to scare you into doing the right things to take care of you and your baby. But I mean, for me personally, that's just kind of called natural. Like I don't, and I, I have told a couple doctors off. I'm like, listen, I'm not just sitting around. I am taking care of myself. I'm taking care of the baby. Please mm-hmm. um, so don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Speak up for yourself. Have someone there that will stand behind you in what you're saying. Um, something like those things, I think, have been the most helpful, even bef- like while we were trying to conceive and during a pregnancy.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's such great advice. And I'm thinking now, let me ask you this. So since you are, you're saying they consider you to be, you know, high risk. So what does that look like for you when it comes to labor and delivery? Um, I know you're seeing like an OB. My assumption is you'll be having a hospital birth. Um, So what does it look like as far as in the hospital? Will they, you know, want to induce you early? Will they kind of let you go naturally? What have they said about that?
1: So with type one diabetic specifically, we are not allowed to go past 39 weeks. Um, so if baby doesn't come naturally at that point, then it's either induction or a C-section because we do tend to have bigger babies naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on like the weeks leading up to it, what your baby, like what percentile your baby is measuring in um, a lot of doctors, cause I joined a, a Facebook group to try to get an idea, you know, see what mm-hmm. it would look like. Um, and a lot of doctors try to push for a C-section like only making it sound like the only option for us as diabetics. And I'm like, mm, I, I think we should be able to, you know, say and have a choice in how we want our birth to go. We mm-hmm. um, really have been putting a lot of thought behind, like how I want my birth to go, like my birth plan. Um, and I'm like praying that this baby will come naturally at like 38 weeks, you know, so uh-huh. that I- I don't want to be induced. I don't want to see section. And I'm like, Lord, I know, I know you can do it. So I'm like, just let this (laughs) come naturally. And I'm going to try my best, you know, to advocate for me, for what I want, because I know it can be done. And I know that like a lot of people will just do whatever the doctor tells them, but I think you should still be able to have a say in
0: how Mm -hmm. that goes. Right. Awesome. Well, that is very interesting. So If you are listening to this or you're watching this and you are a diabetic, I hope that something that we've chatted about today can help you or give you peace of mind. Or, you know, if you're thinking of adding to your family and you're just feeling maybe a little bit nervous about what that might look like. um, I think that what Lydia is currently living out, you know, and is sharing with us today that... That there's so much there that you can, you know, gather for yourself, and hopefully that helps you feel a little more at ease. So again, I know that everyone's situation is a little bit different. Even every, you know, diabetic, maybe their process doesn't look, you know, quite the exact same. But hopefully this helps give you an idea of what that might look like for you, and just be encouraged that um, I know we shared a little bit at the beginning, pregnancy hormones, crazy. <laughs> like sometimes you're just feeling crazy. And I think that goes for every single pregnancy across the board. If you're pregnant and you are feeling like this is just absolutely taking a toll on you mentally, emotionally, physically, know that you're not alone. Know that you're not crazy. Um, something Lydia mentioned was having a really good support system around you. And yes, you know, you'll have, you know, your spouse or a supporting birth partner and whoever that is, but go out there and find yourself a good support system that is going to stand behind you, back you, from the time that you ask them to be a part of your village until after that baby is born. So go out there and find that for yourself. And I am here to tell you, if you don't know where to look, you can find us right here. I'll be a part of your village. I think Lydia will be a part of your village. Um, If it's okay with you, Lydia, in the show notes, I will include your um, Instagram handle, So if you are listening to this and you would just like to ask her some more questions, you could shoot her a DM and ask her any question. I'm sure she'd be happy to answer that for you, but thank you, Lydia for joining us today and giving us just a brief overview of what pregnancy with diabetes looks like. So informational. Thank you. And, Maybe after the baby is born, we can have you back on to talk about what your birth looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. I hope this, you know, can help someone who is listening and we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.